Welcome to episode 160 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 160. Today we are going to talk about communities, groups, uh, and, and not only how to engage with them, but uh, why building your own can be a total game changer uh, when it talks about, when, when we talk about results on social media, when we talk about uh, building that lovely and no like trust factor. All right. All right. Okay. So first things first, before we go any further, uh, on Friday, we will be doing one last webinar for the social pro launch. Uh, this is going to be your last chance to, to learn more about social pro, uh, in, in during a webinar, but also this will be the last time I run this webinar, uh, for a while. Uh, and basically what we're going to talk about is we are going to talk about these three things you must have to have a successful social media plan. So if you're struggling with your social media right now, if you are in a place where you're like, I don't know what I'm posting, I don't know where I'm posting, I don't know how often to post, uh, join me on Friday uh, because we are going to talk about getting you through exactly that. We are gonna talk about the three things you have to know, the three pieces you have to have in place uh, for your social media to work effectively, okay? If you wanna join me for that, check out uh, the show notes page for this episode at thestacyharris.com slash episode 160, and you will find a link to get your name on the list for that training. Again, that's a totally free training, uh, and it will be going down on Friday. Excuse me, my Periscope app just totally dinged, and I'm not gonna edit that out. So that's happening Friday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. So join me for that. Uh, in addition to that, this is the final week to grab your access to Social Pro. So if you are struggling again with your social media, you are ready to use this tool effectively. You are ready to use this tool like a pro. Uh, join me for this program. It's gonna be an epic, epic, epic change for your social media uh, because you're gonna be looking at it from an entirely new angle. Uh, if you are somebody who wants to run social media for people, uh, I'm gonna teach you exactly how I do it uh, or did it. Uh, it's gonna be really a lot of fun. So if you want to learn more about Social Pro, uh, go to socialproonline.com. Uh, there'll be a link to the show notes, in the show notes, of course. All right, so let's dive into to today's episode now. So we are, like I said, gonna talk about communities and why growing one is so important to your business. And I will very likely give you some tips on, on how, because it's how I roll. So first things first, I run two free VIP communities. Uh, they're called the VIP communities. Uh, they're free private communities as part of my opt-in. So in addition to that, I also run several groups uh, as part of paid programs. So we've got the Rockstar Guide programs. If you've ever been through a Rockstar Guide, uh, you're part of that or the Kick-Ass Now bundle. Some of you as a bonus for that got access to those private communities. Social Pro has its own private community. Um, yeah, I also run a few random communities as part of just random stuff. Uh, but what I wanna focus in on today is free private communities as part of your sort of lead generation, as part of your social media strategy, uh, as a place to grow that no like trust factor um, in a more intimate setting. So let's focus in on 
those. As I said, I run two. They're called the VIP communities. We've got the Facebook group and we've got a Google Plus community. The Google Plus community has existed for about a year, maybe a little more. Uh, the Facebook group has existed for about uh, six weeks, maybe two months. Um, so it's still really very new. Um, the Google Plus community existed first because I prefer Google Plus communities in full transparency because I like the way they're organized. If you've ever been in the VIP community uh, over on Google Plus, you know that sort of the conversation can get broken down into categories and it's really, 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 really nice. Uh, with that said, uh, the Facebook group tends to get a little more engagement because people are more comfortable there. I opted for a Google Plus community because I teach Google Plus. And so getting you into a free community is a really good way to give you an excuse to go to Google Plus. It's a really good way to give you someplace easy to engage with on that network so that you get more comfortable using that tool. Uh, so that's why it existed. The Facebook group came out of, I really understand my ideal clients i really understand my target market and i also really understand that they prefer facebook groups so i run two now full transparency the content from me often gets duplicated in these two places because they serve the same purpose there are a select few people who are members of both but most people choose one or the other so i don't sort of treat these as different groups they are essentially the same group split into two places um I would not suggest doing this. I would suggest putting your eggs in a basket uh, when it comes to a private community because it can be tedious, let's say, to run two spaces. It's more for you to take on, it's more for you to manage, it's more for you to approve membership of, it's more for you to moderate. Uh, so it is worth choosing one. Let me also say that it doesn't have to be Facebook and Google Plus. Uh, LinkedIn also has a group platform that is an option. So the first step is really choosing where you're going to house your community. I would suggest having it as part of a network, as part of Facebook, Google Plus, or LinkedIn, versus housing it uh, in something uh, that's like a Ning, where it's uh, you can create groups uh, or forums and that kind of thing. I would suggest having it in a place they already are, because when you give them another place to go, it's going to get harder to get them there. Um, so I would choose one of those places. For me, it makes the most sense to have it someplace that's a primary network for you, to have it someplace where you spend a lot of time already. The reasoning for that is you're already there a lot, you are already giving that network priority, and that's probably because your target market, ideal client, whatever you wanna to refer to that as, is there. And that's obviously a huge key because if they're already on that network, it's gonna be easier to get them into a group. So let's talk about the benefits of having a group. Um, Facebook, I think, makes this the easiest to explain. All of you, literally every single one of you, have, have seen a drop in organic reach. Uh, several of you have emailed me about it and asked me about it or, or talked about it in the groups or, 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 or sent me a message or, or something talking about sort of the change you've seen in your organic traffic. Uh, and it's hard, it's hard to get seen with just a page alone. With that said, uh, a group gets them to sort of opt in to hearing from you in another way. Uh, and in a way, maybe they're a little more invested in. 
okay? Those group messages can sometimes have better priority. Also, if, if they leave the notifications on, they may very well see a notification every time you post in the group. And so that's a way to get seen uh, more often, more consistently. Um, for me though, the benefit of a group is not just in that, in that getting seen perspective, but in that providing value perspective. A group lends itself to being more conversational. A, your people are already invested in talking to you in the group because that's the kind of habit they're already used to, to executing on in a group. It's, it's built for conversation. There's an instinctual chattiness to it. So having the group's really helpful in that way. With that said, um, you're also able to engage more easily because in most cases, although this is not a requirement, it's a private space. So if you are somebody who is a life coach or a health coach, um, or you're talking about, you know, sort of business stuff or money stuff or, or anything that maybe they wouldn't want to post on your public page, which can then in theory get shown from their profile or whatever, um, with those kind of things, they may be more comfortable responding, more comfortable to having conversations in a private space. I also use my group to um, sort of be an added value for webinars, to be a place where when we do challenges, people can engage with the challenge. Um, so having some place that's private for those kind of things can be really beneficial. So let me say this with Facebook for sure. There are three kinds of groups you can have, open, closed, and secret. Do not choose secret. The thing with secret is you have to invite them to join via the invite option. You can't just send them a link and they request to join. You can do that with a closed group, uh, but I would avoid a secret group, okay? Let me just, because I get a lot of questions about that. So let's talk about how you keep up with this because managing a group is, is seriously taking on something that you have to keep up with. And it's going to happen the same way as anything else in social does. Schedule it. Make time for it. So one of the things with one of the benefits of Facebook and LinkedIn is uh, you can schedule to the groups. Now, with Facebook, there is a change happening to the API right now uh, that you can only do that as an admin, which I think is awesome because if you are not an admin of a group, there is no reason for you to be scheduling anything to a group uh, anywhere, ever, okay? Just bonus tip of the day. Um, but as an admin, it can be really helpful to schedule, again, that sort of group foundation. Um, for example, in the VIP community, we do Winning Wednesday. I am going to start scheduling those because... There are some Wednesdays I am out of the office or I forget and then I post it on Thursday thinking it's Wednesday and everybody calls me out on it, which has totally happened in the Google Plus community uh, more than once. So scheduling those kind of things, scheduling those foundation engagement pieces gives you the opportunity that when you go to engage in the group, just be able to engage in the group. Just be able to jump in and respond to comments and ask questions and um, or answer questions, I should say, uh, those kind of things. So schedule, schedule, schedule. Make this a priority on your calendar. That is how you keep up. The second thing is do a little bit of pre-planning. For example, I said I have the winning Wednesday. That's something that everybody knows is going on. And what's awesome about that is people will have cool stuff happening on Monday 
or Tuesday and they'll be like, is it winning Wednesday yet? Because I have something awesome to share. <laughs> and that's awesome. Or if I forget to do it, that's like, so where was winning Wednesday? Like we didn't see that. Did that happen? Um, and they'll call you out because they expect it, which is again, it, they're trained to engage with it. They are waiting for it. So if you have those couple of pieces that are going to happen consistently, it's a really great way to make sure people get in the habit of checking the group. People get in the habit of being engaged there. So scheduling and planning. You guys hear me talk about this all the time when it comes to social media, but it's especially relevant in your groups. So let's talk about um, the big thing, which is promotion. Do I allow it? Don't I allow it? That is a 1000% personal choice for you and your business model. In some cases, it might not make sense. If you are somebody who is a life coach and you work with women who are transitioning from one career to another career, marketing messages are probably not gonna be super relevant because they're people who uh, work in sort of traditional corporate day jobs. And so they're not gonna spend a lot of time marketing their business. However, if you are a business coach and you market to uh, life coaches, then you may see people wanting to market their businesses in there. Again, this is 100% up to you. In the VIP communities, I do allow promotion because I think promotion is awesome. I think it's a great way for us to learn from each other. I think it's a good way to practice sales messages. And I think it's a really cool way to get to work with other people who you already have something in common with because you both uh, feel invested in this community. With that said, I require engagement in the community. You will not see a lot of sales messages uh, because people mostly use the community to engage um also i allow promotion because i want to use the group to promote and i don't like groups that say no promotion but are used by the admin group owner uh to sell to sell their their wares so to speak their services it's just something that rubs me the wrong way it's not something i like so it's not something i do again this is personal to you and your business and your ideal clients you have to look at what works for your business and your community. I cannot decide for you, but that is something you need to decide before the group goes into place and you need to make really clear. Uh, along with your other sort of rules, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, uh, because if you don't give people some guidelines, if you don't give people some rules, you don't give some people some expectations, uh, they're not going to engage at all because they're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know what's okay and what's not okay. So make it really, really clear what is and what isn't. Uh, and then let them go. And then you are going to have to lead the conversation for a while. But as the community grows, as you grow, it will start to take on a life of its own. With that said, you are always going to need to be the leader. So if there is something happening in the community that is against those terms, against those rules, regulations, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, you need to take action. If you look at the VIP community, uh, there is a very clear rule that you can be removed without conversation and without debate. Uh, I do not respond to messages that I get when people yell at me because I removed them from a group because they were spamming their whatevers uh, because it's my group. That's all there is to it. Like drop the mic. Like that's, it's my group. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I make that very clear right up front and then I execute on that. I am the leader. It's my responsibility uh, to make those decisions, okay? 
Okay, I feel like I threw a lot at you about communities, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to either join the VIP community, and let's talk about this there, or let me know in the show, uh, the comments part of the show notes uh, if you run a private community. Uh, and if not, why don't you? Why, is it something you're thinking about? Um, but let, let's talk a little bit about the value for you that you've seen. For me, it's been exponentially valuable in growing my uh, no like trust factor in in really getting to connect with people in my community there are people in the community who i immediately recognize every time they email me or post a comment because i engage with them regularly um, and the bright side is, is those are the people who make purchases for me those are the people who share my stuff those are the people who are brand ambassadors for the stacy harris and that is valuable okay all right, so this was a lot, but this is something I'm really passionate about, and I'm, I'm hoping that you guys are too. So again, let me know in the comments your thoughts on communities, running your own, not running your own, all of that. Uh, and I will see you all on Friday's webinar. Uh, again, totally free training. Um, check it over at the show notes, thestacyharris.com slash episode 160. And I will see you on Friday.